This is from Pau, and today in Tux Turbo Talks, we're talking to Jay McCarthy from Bora Henskora about the Giro d'Italia. It's Monday, the 27th of May. It's the second rest day of this year's Giro d'Italia, and of probably a much needed rest day for a lot of riders and maybe one of them is uh, Jay McCarthy from Bora Henskoa who is on the line from Italy right now. Jay, thanks for coming on. How are you feeling? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, obviously two weeks into the race and uh, the legs are a bit tired and, the, and the, we're counting the days down and we've got some pretty hard stages to come. Is it really a matter of counting the days down until you're in Verona or is it still... Uh, a lot of appetite to go into those final stages yeah i think our team's in a really good position we um obviously started super strong and pretty much the whole time through the race i uh i think we've we've definitely been strong because you guys definitely had a st- stellar giro so far with, with just uh yeah three stage wins already two from a pascal and obviously benedetti won one stage yeah, so I think uh, coming up we have um, Rafa Marker who's sitting in fourth overall and uh, obviously some super hard stages. So I think uh, things can get turned upside down, I think. But um, Rafa seems like he's in good morale and the boys are super um, motivated to, to support him and hopefully move him up into the, onto the podium. And the, the weather is not getting the mood down? for you guys because apparently it's a bit of a rainy day today again and maybe tomorrow is going to be a rainy day as well a long rainy day then yeah uh i think um yeah we were worried this could happen but uh we're trying not to uh think about it too much we uh actually were on the the tax this morning uh doing our ride because it was we didn't want to do two days in the rain so uh went on there and did some Obviously, it's a rest day, but we have to keep the bodies going. And, uh, yeah, to get on the ergo was uh, the, uh, was good to sort of have a little bit of a sweat and keep the uh, heart ticking and the legs moving, ready for tomorrow's stage in the wet, like you said. So so what did today look uh, look like for you? You said, like, you had a bit of a ride on the roller. Um, can, can you talk us through today for the rest day? What time did you get up and what the other activities were, other than just relaxing probably? Yeah, we had a little bit more of a lay-in. Um, my roommate, Rudy Seelig, who's uh, one of our lead-up men for Pascal, he's uh, rooming with me here in this race, so we sort of set the alarm a little bit later. We were originally going to go out on the road at 11, so I think we sort of rose out of bed around 9.45 and head down and had a sort of relaxing breakfast, a couple of coffees, and then we all decided that we'd uh, jump on the rollers and, yeah, it was a short session, about 45 minutes to an hour, and then, yeah, lunch, and then uh, a few different pieces this afternoon with a uh, massage and maybe a checkup from the osteo, and, yeah, it's pretty pretty easy going, and we um, try not to think about too much into tomorrow yet until uh, keep our heads calm a little. Otherwise, if we have a look at the profile again and again, I think it becomes even more scary. Do you have something to keep you occupied during a rest day or to relax? Do you watch Netflix? Do you read some books? Or Yeah, um, yeah, I haven't really had time to, to do that yet, but I generally don't mind uh, flicking through Netflix or uh, yeah, reading something. Um, I haven't, uh, haven't got a book going at the moment, but I, uh, I actually am a big Game of Thrones 
fan and uh last week was a, a good rest day because it was the final episode and um but this week I, I didn't have anything to uh look forward to so uh, i think um I'll find something to do after this. So you might need a new series after Game of Thrones. So uh, maybe the, maybe the listeners should send you some suggestions for your Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, I think that would be great. <laughs> and how is Rudy as a roommate for uh, for three weeks? Yeah, it's uh, it's good. We've uh, we've been teammates now for three years, and um, yeah, we always uh, keep have a bit of a laugh. You have good days and you have bad days in the Grand Tour, and um, now Rudy's doing really well. Obviously, he's. Uh, not a pure climber that's for sure he's a he's a sprinter and a, a very good lead out man and the last few days he's uh he's uh had a couple of hard days but he's he's done well and um uh supporting pascal out there on the road and i think uh the, the boys are in good spirits to get through to the end and definitely at least to get through to uh what is it friday i think it is for the or oh, thursday sorry Thursday yeah. to the final sprint opportunity how is uh, how is Pascal going? Is he uh, freshened up again after that crash, or is he feeling starting to feel a bit better? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, probably nearly a week now since it's happened, and uh, yeah, he um, you know went through a bit of a period where obviously the body gets stiff, and then your body starts to tell you when you're going through a trauma like that that it should be stopping. So everything else starts to hurt a bit more too. So I think. Um, but as you can see, he's a, he's a pretty excited young guy. It's his first Grand Tour. He's done super well. And uh, um, I think in our team, we've, uh, we've kept the spirits high and he's uh, pretty pumped to, uh, to finish the race. And um, obviously on Thursday, we have another chance to hopefully go for another stage victory with him. And I think he's uh, really looking forward to that. And maybe even get that uh, points jersey back. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're fighting every day for that and uh unfortunately obviously with the crash some of the extra points we could have probably been going full for in the in the stages we had to sort of try but i think he was it was a little bit you know a bit too much for him especially when he's trying to recover and hopefully by thursday he can uh he feels a lot better and his, his body's moving a lot better that he can uh definitely uh focus on the, this, the final so you guys still got a lot of battles going on as you mentioned then uh, with pascal but obviously as you mentioned uh, micah sitting fourth on gc uh davide formulo is still 12th overall as well might even still be able to get a top 10 uh what's your role going to be in the next couple of days yeah i sort of swap between the two groups obviously on the sprint days i uh i help out in the the, probably the third last guy, fourth last guy in the, the lead out. So maybe between like five and three kilometers to go, I try and keep the boys in good position. And during the stage, I kind of look after Rafa and make sure that he's uh, sitting pretty in the peloton. Um, yeah, and then obviously now that yeah, the mount stages are happening, it's uh, sort of picking a spot on the profile that I know that in my own abilities where I can survive and uh, help Rafa into a good position before a decisive climb or uh yeah if i can survive the climb obviously guiding him and making sure that we're in a good position on the downhill so um yeah tomorrow is going to be a pretty solid stage for me and for everybody of course but it's nice that to know that you know we have a strong uh helper with obviously formula who can also benefit with a good overall result but uh he's definitely um 
knows that you know he he wants to support Rafa as much as he can, and if he has to really sacrifice, he he will. So uh, I think uh, we're in a good pretty pretty good position that we have a good team to support Rafa over all the in all different situations, and um, yeah, hopefully we can keep doing what we've been doing. And then tomorrow, obviously, uh, uh, no Gavia because of the snow. Uh, like you said, still going to be a solid day, as you said. I think it's just going to be a brutal day by the looks of that profile. Um, mm. Could it be full on from the get go tomorrow? So warm up yeah, needed. Yeah. Although it's 226k. Yeah, we'll definitely be jumping on the on the rollers on the, the neo. So. Uh, to, to warm up because it's pretty much uphill from the start and there's some downhill sections obviously after the climbs but as soon as you get to the bottom you're already onto the next climb so it's uh, going to be a long day and I think um, we need to be ready from the, from the start keep warm and uh, yeah get ready to jump into it How many layers of rain jackets does it uh, does it usually take for, for you guys to stay warm in a stage like tomorrow? Yeah uh, we basically I'll probably have like a, a thermal layer underneath my normal jersey then i'll wear like a a flandern from uh, uh swanto sportful and then another sort of more of a rain jacket over the top of that and then obviously it's always better to have a bit more on and then you can strip off as you go if you have to but uh yeah it's not as much as you think but i think um yeah the, the equipment that we have and the clothing that we have we, we're pretty lucky so it's uh it's never too much of an issue. It's just to make sure that you put enough on before you start. Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, we talked about tomorrow's stage, but but then Wednesday, another mountaintop finish. Uh, Thursday, that sprint. Friday, another mountaintop finish. And then Saturday, another brutal day before that uh, time trial in Verona on Sunday. Uh, when is this uh, Giro a success? Is it already been a success for you guys as a team? I can imagine. But what would be uh, what would be the ideal scenario now? Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely been a success already, and we can be proud of what we've already achieved. But uh, yeah, we don't want to. We still got a week week to go, and the uh, the morale's high. So I think we would like to just try and keep doing what we're doing, and um, obviously keep a really good position, or if not, uh, move Rafa and Formula up on the GC, and then of course that stage on Thursday that will hopefully be controlled for a sprint that uh, we can have a. One final ice, ice on the icing on the cake with uh, Pascal going for uh, for victory. And for and for you personally, yeah, I think um, I'm getting a lot out of what I'm doing for the team, and uh, definitely I was in a breakaway earlier in the race, and this week, depending on the how the race is playing out and what our tactics would be for whatever day it is and what's happened the day before, there'll be a chance, obviously, for me that I might have to go up the road again if it's not for my own chance or for hopefully supporting possibly Rafa or Davida in the in the final as they as the pelotons would have catch us so I think um, there's probably a couple of days uh, that yeah I'll probably be a bit more excited to try and get into the move and um, see see what we can do there and uh, is it sort of like a almost like a bit of a story of the season for you, a bit more of a role in working for others, or maybe last year you had a little bit more freedom to go for your own chances in some other races, maybe also due to the success, of obviously, that you guys had with Buchmann, with Schachmann, uh, basically with the whole team? Yeah, I think um, there's definitely been stages that I would have probably eyed off before uh, some of my racing this year, and uh, maybe a few 
issues for myself with, uh, you know, a crash here and there in a race, maybe sort of um, hampered some of those uh, those chances. But, yeah, like you said, we've had a really strong team and guys who have had their hands up to, to do a good job and who have been delivering. And for me, um, I think I'm... Uh, I enjoy as much as anyone when my team wins. It's just as much as uh, when I have the chance to go for my own result. But I think um, I'm still proud of how my year's going. And I think uh, our team in general over the... It's only the first Grand Tour and the success we've already had in the this, the first first months of uh, 2019. I think we can all be very happy. Yeah, and uh, using this as a, li- as a little segue to, uh, to talk about your own ambitions, because I've read... Uh, that when you were 13, you had a series of post-it notes on your bedroom door with with all type of goals that you wanted to achieve. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the last one, this is the one that you already achieved, was uh, do the Tour de France. Do you have a new series mm-hmm. of post-it notes at the moment, and what will be on them? Yeah, I think in the obviously in the next 12 months we're coming into the Olympic year, and um, uh, for me, I think the Tokyo course. Uh, can suit my style of rider and I, I'd hope to be in uh, in the running for selection for the Olympics next year and um, I think also for the Worlds this year in Yorkshire that's a chance if uh, I can gain selection there that can I can prove that my selection for next year in Tokyo could be could be a good option for our, our team Australia so um, yeah I'd like to uh, say I I would be aiming to hopefully go to the Olympics next year. Yeah, that'd be that'd be obviously pretty awesome. Um, we're moving on yeah. to the Tux Turbo Talks friend question of the week. Each week, uh, fans can ask a question via social media, via the Tux social media channels, so people keep an eye out. Um, this week's question is from George Sofronu, if I pronounce this correctly. Uh, he asked via Twitter, uh, you are Australian. Would you like at some point in your career to write for a team from your country? Uh, yeah, I think um, it would be a night, any opportunity to be in the World Tour is uh, great. And uh, depending on the circumstances, with uh, if I if I could, then yeah, for sure. I think one day it would be nice to ride for an Australian team. But at the moment, I feel very comfortable where I am, and I get my opportunities here and there. And I also enjoy the uh, leaders we have in the team, and I like working for them. So yeah, eventually, if that if that that chance happened or that happened in my career i wouldn't be uh turning my head away from the chance to ride with fellow australians or an australian sponsored team so um i guess yeah it could be because uh, you still have a contract for next year with bora correct mm-hmm. yeah okay yes so at least we'll see you another year in that uh, in that green jersey and uh, hopefully getting way more success with them um jay we're gonna let you off so you can uh maybe have a massage and uh, do some further relaxing uh, thanks heaps for taking the time to uh, jump on this uh, the Tux Turbo Talk podcast. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. And uh, yeah, I look forward to keeping the, the ball rolling. Yeah, make sure you do so. And people, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure, um, obviously, download, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get the podcast. Uh, thanks again, Jay. And this was Rob Bauer with Jay McCarthy from Bora Hensgrohe. Stay tuned for a new Tux Turbo Talks next week.